This is a warning, another cut to move on. Another beat that's so strong, hold on, and I get wicked in this song. Stir up shit as the wit gets wisdom. Okay, looks like it's working. All right, here we go. Start of season three, episode 15, RT Podcast. Check, check. Am I on? Am I hot? <laughs> Rich I'm Pelton hot. from Tangent Products and George Costa of Renin Design Group. Two guys that three years ago started talking a bunch because of uh, our shared passion for F1 racing, but we happen to also you have... You watch F1? No shit. Heard <laughs> about it. <laughs> we happen to have businesses in BMX and figured like this would be a good platform to... Uh, create a podcast that's a little bit different from the other ones that are out there. I actually had a bunch of feedback recently that uh, people are really digging like our perspective and everything and, uh, and how different it actually is. I was on the all things BMX podcast recently. So yeah, you got, you got your fix in. So I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I had several people come up to me, um, a, a guy on um, Vilma's teams. And I, I started watching F1 because you guys podcast. I've had a couple more of those, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, we got converts. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. It's a good sport, and I like it a little bit because, I mean, obviously we're small in BMX, but it's a racing sport, and their marketing is really, really simple and basic and easy. So you can like look and compare, like, oh, what's what's F one do? Like, how do they promote their drivers? You know, just with simple reels and simple posts, and so that, that's what I find fascinating about. It. You know, like football team sports, you can't really relate, but yeah, F one racing you can, and it's like the highest level, and it's really simple stuff i mean it's techie but it's simple so I, I, I like the crossover effect on what i i like to try to see or make my my kids an image look like sometimes yeah know, yeah for sure f1's kind of doing it like this and it's really easy to not copy but just follow their footsteps kind of thing you know because obviously they've got you know the higher highest end professionals doing that kind of stuff so it's it's cool to look at and go oh man i wonder if i can apply it, implement that in a, you know what we're doing so i don't really yeah. To do it because they obviously have a team of people doing it but it's neat to think that well, sometimes i can you know but and then yeah, it's definitely blown up the last couple of years too so the popularity here in the united states is just you know kind of crazy right now so and then, it's uh, definitely cool to see i think in this 10 11 week gap did i send you that facebook uh like the memory thing and it was you interviewing me in roseville yeah 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 all the burn like that was our first little potty together yeah it was what five six seven eight years ago I yeah know. it was predicting the future I, I think i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna use that photo probably for the cover image for this podcast yeah, because, uh sure. you know this is technically we've been doing it like two years uh 15 episodes or this is the 15th episode um it is hard to meet up but you know shit just gets in the way life gets in the way and stuff and honestly i didn't even push you too hard the last couple of weeks but because time just flew by for me Right, like right, right. I feel like I was just at grands, you know, yeah. this is just insane. And there's already five races into the season. I mean, yeah. this is, this is crazy. Yeah, and speaking oh. of, I, I've, I've been to two of those. I went to the season opener in Florida. Um, good event. Uh, wasn't super big, but you know, Florida's it's like their state series are bigger than their national. It's crazy. Yeah. But well, let's, let's, in, let's, let's start oh. with grands, you know, cause oh, that oh, was like, right, that was right. kind of like where we well, all the way back. Yeah, where we left things yeah. off. So uh, how was Grands for you? Uh, you know, everything looked pretty busy over over by Tangent. And, yeah. And um, actually, uh, congratulations. You guys cleaned up again on Golden Crank. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, we swept the ones we kind of entered. We had our both, you know, Nick was hurt most of the year. Fede was hurting a chunk of the year. So we didn't really have a viable pro in the running. But we did get Rookie Pro, Bike of the Year, Team of the Year. And again, just for validation is awesome. 
more for the fans, you know, like that they can they can hold that frame up proud and be like, heck yeah, you know, I ride the you know the voted number one. So the validation there is really what's cool for me. Accolades and stuff. Like I I want accolades, I guess you know, but it doesn't like make or break my day. It's like I'm not, you know, we've lost so many of them in the past. I've been in the top. No, come on, stop it. Like that's like but, it's an important. It is I an like important thing. It's a people's yeah. choice award. Yeah. It's my like, favorite one for sure. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like anybody who downplays it uh, are people who haven't well, won. <laughs> yeah, like that but i mean i've just i've been in that through second third seat so many times but so yeah. it's hard to win it and then to win it again just to reinforce it but I, I just i really like it what i mean is i like it for the fans reinforce it the people that have trusted in us yeah now they have that stamp too that i guess you know i'm happy super happy about it i love that the kids that ride our bike you know now can ride it with a different uh not purpose but just uh proudness or whatever you want to call it yeah. so um yeah we won that Congratulations. You tied us. So you you got two back to back. I've got two back to back. You can break got, it this year. You have one, though. I'm, I'm never going to budget for that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have two golden cranks. Oh, you, have, you have the gold cranks? Oh, okay. Because you have the Dashville titles also. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I have that also. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah I actually, know. I have the last year of the old golden crank, which was the one piece crank that was spray painted. And I have the first year of the profile award nice. golden crank for team of the year. And uh, Sawyer and those guys had gotten a uh, frame of the year uh, those two years, I think, back yeah, to back. Also, yeah, you so. have been strong for sure in that that gen- that little era, that couple yeah. era. But you can break uh, it now this upcoming year for Team of the. You can get three in a row. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely make a run for it. Um, just got to stay that relevant. That, yeah, that's exciting for Grands. So yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, backing it up was yeah. I mean, that's just cool. It's like all right, yeah, it wasn't a fluke. Um, we're, we're strong and it was, it was neck and neck with uh Supercross. you know, they're really strong with their team marketing and all that kind of stuff. So, so it was cool, uh, on the business sales end, you know, coming into the, coming into the end of the season was getting a little slow economy was tightening up, but, uh, we had a decent grant. So we hit the number we had hoped for. So that was good. And, and you know, you have this kind of, oh, okay, we get by with this really hope for this. And it'd be spectacular if we did that, you know? Yeah. We hit that number that we we hoped for, so that was good. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, with, I mean, we can obviously see things in the economy is slowing down a little bit. Yeah. And I think to try to, you know, kind of gauge for hitting previous year numbers or maybe slightly less is a, is a, ma- is a major win right yeah. now, I think. Yeah, get closest. Get yeah. Close. yeah. Right. Yeah. We were in the same boat pretty much. Like we did pretty much the same sales at Grands that we did the prior year in 2022. Although for me, so yeah, you, you I mean, I had to be there. Project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, like, you know, obviously I don't go to a lot of races. I do need to be there. I do need to be present, show my face and talk to fans and all that kind of stuff. But my week started off just super shitty. Like it was actually... I, it was just me and my kids and I uh, drove out, um, made the trip amazingly fast, like 23 and a half hours straight through. Didn't stop, just stopped for gas, you know, got there super fast, um, got there so early that I was like, shit, I'm early enough to like get a hotel and like, yeah. s- you know, get a good night's sleep and then wake up and go to over to the arena and and get set up because i was just kind of planning on getting in there right when the arena opened but it didn't work out like that like i got there way earlier yeah and um (laughs) you know i get there i'm all pumped you know check in probably like one in the morning get a few hours sleep wake up around eight nine like start getting ready to go go out to my truck 
put it in reverse, go to try to leave. And I hear the engine revving like, and I'm like, oh no, God, like what is going on here? Turn it off, turn it back on again. It engages. I'm thinking maybe it's a fluke or something. Back out of the spot, put it in drive, start driving away. I'm in the parking lot. It, the transmission disengages and just revs like crazy. And I'm like, gosh, you got to be kidding me. Like day <laughs> one of Grand's blown transmission in a 2017 Silverado that I'm the original owner of. I don't yeah. beat on it. I don't do anything. It's got like a hundred and like 60,000 miles on it or whatever. Come to find out uh, there's like a class action lawsuit against GM because they had they they sold like a million shitty transmissions and trying to pass it off onto customers oh. for the repairs. So immediately I was just like, God damn, this sucks. Like Tuesday morning, like calling AAA, getting it towed to a Chevy dealer there in town. Thanksgiving week, trying to get the repair done. They're not responding. They're, they're not saying anything to me. Uh, I think it was like late Friday. They said, yep, blown transmission. Here's your estimate. And they, they found like everything else under the sun, like that they wanted to try to change out. And I was just yeah. like, just do the transmission. That's it. But I had asked like, Hey, you know, when is this going to happen? Because I'm planning on leaving Sunday night. And they're like, we don't know. We don't have a transmission in stock. We don't know when we'll get one. It's probably going to be a week. And I'm like, awesome. So this is Friday night now of grands. And I'm thinking, well, that blows. Like now I got to rent a truck. I got to drive back. I got to figure out once this, this repair is done. Am I flying out? Am I, am I shipping my truck? Yeah, Whatever. You got kids, you had all your product. Oh, it was just right. like a nightmare, you know? Um, so, you know, didn't let it get me down during grands. Like, like obviously like did everything I had to do, rented the truck, did all this stuff, rented, did a one-way rental home, got everything back home. Um, I go to jujitsu on, I, I get back Tuesday morning early and I've been like doing a lot of jujitsu lately. I, I competed in December and, um, <laughs> I'm leaving jujitsu Tuesday night. Like I, I, I literally drove all like, like Sunday night, all day, Monday, got to my house early, early Tuesday morning and, um, go to jujitsu Tuesday night. I'm leaving. I got a text message from the Chevy dealer. Your truck's ready to be picked up. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like right. had I known it was going to be ready on Tuesday, I would have just stayed one more day. Right. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, so it was just like, so that was like, a, a uh, like a seven or $800 one way rental of a truck. Right. Then I had to pay like $1,200 for, I, I decided to not fly out and drive back. Cause it's just a brutal, brutal experience. So I ended up uh, arranging a truck transport that drove through Tulsa, picked up my truck and dropped it off to me. But that was like 1200 bucks. Right, so it was like right. an extra $2,000 because the dealership like wasn't upfront, not to mention the transmission was eight grand. So like my whole grand week was like 10 grand, you know, just in truck repairs. Gone. But <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, no. so yeah, all the time. Breakdown. You're always asking me, you're like, oh, you know, you're going to a lot of races this year, you know, the big one race again. Now this this shit like this is what reminds me. This is why I don't want to go to races because I don't want to be out in the middle of the country, like broken down and all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. We've had a good few years with part the, of the course. So yeah. <laughs> now's the worst. Our old trailer used to fall apart all the time until we finally ended up and got a new one and got a different truck. And the last few years, knock on wood, have been been pretty good but we spent a lot of money on preventative maintenance too and that's that helps a ton but it's fucking expensive man 
Yeah. So expensive. I mean, tires, oil changes. Oh yeah. I mean, I did the same thing. I think I changed my trans that thing running, you know, 50, 60,000 miles pulling max load everywhere it goes. Like it, it, things will just show up. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I literally, since I stopped running the team, like I only towed a trailer with that truck, I think for maybe two years, like two seasons, that was it. Like I'm, you know, there's nothing like about it where I'm beating on it or anything, you know, yeah. and I'm doing the same preventative maintenance. I, I'm pretty sure I did a, a transmission fluid change before I left for Tulsa, got yeah. to Tulsa and got to do a whole transmission rebuild when we got there. So that was pretty sick. That's a, man. <laughs> I don't want to deal with anything. I mean, should we get our tire bills? It's 1800 bucks just to fresh tires on the trailer. It's like, cause yeah. we buy big rig, there's the small style, but they're big rig style tires. We just, everything we just, stop messing with anything cheap it's like all right just buy the best of the best it lasts yeah. longer it goes better you know it sucks but it's it's the reliability is there when you spend the money so yeah yeah but yeah I, that doesn't sound fun at all when you're no you know, I, I tried to not let it bother me too much i mean it, at least it happened like right on day one and i could like get it out i i got there like it could have been way worse i could have been in like indiana and, yeah it could happen when you're on the road yeah yeah, yeah. shit show or I could have been somewhere where there was like no, like, like nothing, yeah. you know, 300 miles from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, well, luckily it is what it is. You know, hopefully I got a couple of more years of like decent, uh, like no issues with my truck, at least until I get my cyber truck. So, <laughs> so. pretty good, but I don't know. What'd you say? True. I heard those things are rusting up pretty good, but I don't know if it's true. I don't think it's true. I think it's a lot of, uh, I mean, because you see all these reels and stuff, you know, but yeah, yeah. like a great bullshit. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's hilarious how a lot of people are saying it, but you don't see any pictures of it. No, I haven't. I, I didn't even Photoshop it. It just haters. There's so much access and shit they can do to make stuff look, you know, with the Photoshop's and AI tech and all that. Like you, you don't even know it's true anymore. It sucks. Yeah. I, there was one, uh, speaking of that, where they said another failed suspension on the Cybertruck, right? Uh-huh. And then like somebody like backtracked on it and they're like, isn't this the vehicle that you guys took the wheels off and put like snow tracks on? So somebody that has one that they put like those triangular like yeah, yeah. tracks on and then they went and beat the shit out of it and like the sand dunes and everything. It's like, oh, well, they talk shit. and then they talk shit about it. another broken suspension. It's like, come on now. I mean, I'm not a fan of that. I, it's just weird for me, but I mean, I don't have nothing against it you know what I mean? oh yeah i i literally cannot wait to get it like i <laughs> i was my brother is uh is an auto mechanic and uh he works at a dealership and um i was on the phone with him talking about the transmission and everything making sure i like i wasn't getting ripped off because i'm like dude this thing's coming in at eight grand he's like that's that's what it is you know and i'm like damn it and i told him i said i have a reservation for this fucking electric truck i swear to god if i was called next week I, I would have drove down to Texas to pick it up and then gone home. Like I would have gotten it immediately. <laughs> <No one>. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so that was grands. Um, moving on the start of the season, you did a couple of uh, the, the, the beginning nationals. You went down yeah, to yeah. Florida and like Phoenix. Florida. That was a good, good race. Um, decent turnout. Like I said, not super big, but the nationals aren't super big there. Uh, we had Ava and Cutter's pro debut. That was, that was cool. Went well for them. Um, but yeah, it was just a good race. Uh, J and R and full tilt vended it. I don't think they had stellar sales. Um, but they got by and then a couple, we were home a couple weeks off and then did Arizona. 
which had over 300 modems. So that was, that was, um, that was really good. Um, sales were, sales were decent. So started there out decent. Yeah. Um, were you guys we the only were, vendors out in uh, Arizona? Uh, um, the guy from uh, Eric from great Northwest. Okay. Um, yeah. He's a little, he's, he's grown a lot. He's, I think he's in a pretty much a 20 by 30 setup now. He's, he's got, a, he's a, He's a, I don't know, formidable is not the right word, but yeah, he's got a lot more stuff than, you know, used to, he came out in a 10 by 10, just kind of how I started 10 by yeah. 10, 10 by 20, 10 by 30, 20 by 30, 20, 20 by 30, 30 by 40. So yeah, he's grown and he's got a decent inventory. So he was there. Uh, once or two. I know there was some, a couple of years where like, I remember talking to you out in Phoenix and you're like, dude, if I would have known dance comp and Jane R was coming here, I probably wouldn't yeah. even have come like that. Yeah. Those years were like crazy. Yeah, yeah it was tough when, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Dan, those guys were because a couple of years, Jay and I was like, Hey, you know, we're just going to tour the, the whole nation and just get, you know, keep our name out there. And we've done the same, like, like this year, they're on a loop right now. They just left for Bakersfield Wednesday and they're going all the way to Rock Hill and back hitting an event every weekend. So that's, that's the only time we're looping all the way after that. Out of the first yeah. quarter, we're kind of just local again for the rest of the year. There's no good loops like where we can put race after race after race with almost, if you're gone six weeks, you want max one gap. You know, you need to, you know, yeah. so they'll, they'll go Bakersfield and Vegas state qualifier, then something, then Missouri, you know, whatever. And then all the way over to Rock Hill and then hit a couple on the way back. So um, it's a good promotion. Um, and, that, and that's why JNR did it too. They weren't consistently coming out, but, you know, every every time they come out, you're like, damn it, you know, you cut your sales <laughs> up to in half, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. they, another, another big guy's got, I mean, we're about as big as them now, maybe a little smaller, but we're, uh, we're an equal nowadays. So it's not like the end of the world anymore, but yeah. You know, five six but years it, ago, it just hurts when here. you're out there but it hurt, no matter what size you are yeah. and it hurts them because it, it's it's a lot of money for them to travel all the way out yeah. to like go west yeah. coast and then have another vendor that's like comparable sized you know you just try to maximize shit. what you can yeah we're all selling the same shit yeah so yeah. it's like you got to have your your loyals and stuff so <clears throat> but some people like just go see it because he does have bunch of random shit too like he has all this weird little shit under the sun that we're we're like basic sell-through product shit that moves quickly yeah but he's not the most random fucking bolt you know whatever you know whatever you need <laughs> so that, that's what's cool about him he's got a little more a uh, little more variety a little more depth in there but yeah yeah but it, it went good we missed vegas vegas was a really good race for us so we would have a vegas and an arizona in this first quarter yeah so wiping out a a giant national like that definitely hurts our bottom line for the first quarter yeah so i mean so we're still operating this year uh, completely lean everyone's got cut hours and cut this and cut that we've just cut everything um so yep. we're, we're super lean right now I and mean, we're, we're still doing everything we got to do but where we might have been they will you know kind of not relax but just not think about you know okay don't spend this don't buy that you know race to race instead of stocking inventory yeah yeah so it's definitely it's kind of more like what we did before we we're where we're at, you know, but yeah, I think you just got to be smart easy enough to revert back. We, we got to be realistic about, you know, uh, you know, what expectations are coming up and everything else. There's a lot of things that are just that I'm just seeing like random stuff. I mean, we're going to start getting into it because of the business section here, but um, I don't know. I, I know everyone wants to say like the economy is recovering. We're getting it's getting back. It's getting better, yeah. but I'm not 100% sure that that's really happening. Because there's other things that are out there that are kind of expensive. Yeah, like it's it's there's other things that are just showing its head that uh that are just weird, you know. Yeah. That it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why is this happening right now? And and I I'm almost wondering if it's like foreshadowing bad times coming ahead. So 
it's smarter to just be lean, efficient, just going to stay lean. get done, you know, like turn, like that's basically what we're doing. Also. I mean, I've always kind of run that way, but, uh, you know, we're always like, you know, like getting orders in and like making the orders, delivering them immediately. Like when we have low times, then we will stock and populate the shelf, yeah, yeah. but I'm not hiring like a million people to work here to sit around and like twiddle their thumbs, you know? Yeah, exactly. La actually last year after we lost one person, I decided to not hire that position and we just transitioned someone else and just, I stepped up and, and all of us stepped up really. And, and just kind of took up the slack and we had like this, uh, I think for year end sales, I think we were down maybe five or 10% on the year. Not bad. I'll take that. Yeah, but sure. I cut out like the most expensive employee that I had for an entire year. I like yeah. ran the entire year, one person down, but we yeah. delivered just as much stuff pretty much. Yeah. So, just like you had to go, you had to be in the back on, you know, hands on more. So even like a couple of weeks, I would run for a couple hours after the ship would leave. Cause I stay till six or seven. So I would run a little bit, not a lot, but it's like if that has to happen more then you know that has to happen more yeah yeah <laughs> but we'll see we'll see we'll just yeah we're just gonna run lean and, and think for even if it does recover we're still gonna be kind of last to to feel it recover because i mean we make kids really expensive kids bicycle parts so <laughs> yeah well that's <laughs> good and bad because i think it's that bad, yeah. people who do it are super committed like you wouldn't think it's a bad economy with lexington virginia that just happened with 400 motos yeah you know was that I, many I know it's like what there's 400 there yeah oh yeah, i think it was like 395 or something like that yeah, yeah. that's good I, I didn't you know uh, it was my daughter's birthday weekend so i barely yeah. followed the world cup i barely I, I didn't see shit hardly actually i just was consumed with my three-year-old's birthday party. yeah Prep no we had uh friday uh, party and saturday clean yeah it's it's pretty funny how consuming that is not you know because most of you guys know I'm an old dad, so <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm in my, in my 50s. Like, God, no idea. It was so consuming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it gets better. Uh, <laughs> no, the, I, I don't uh, mind. I don't mind, but it's just consuming. The kid we have that runs uh, all the mills and uh, pretty much manufactures all the gears for us, he raced down in uh, Virginia. But yeah, it was like almost 400 motos a day. Yeah, it's good. Wild. It 300 ish in Arizona. Which and and, and that arena is like, super super small so 400 motos getting packed in there for a city like like that area it's not like vegas you know yeah. i i actually think there's uh some horror stories that i saw on facebook some people talking about how at multiple motels that were on like the state of save list the fucking hotels ran out of hot water oh so wow. they they had to bring in like a trailer that had like mobile hot water and somehow they piped it into the motel Really? I mean, this is just a shit show. Like I saw cool. people complaining that they had to take cold showers every day. Hey, I remember mobile <laughs> water. I know. Water. <laughs> and then I saw somebody post uh, like a meme with the Beverly Hillbillies and it was like, yeehaw nationals. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that we're in, uh, any kind of like uh, economic issue right now with the size of the nationals and everything that's happening. But um, sure. I think people need to also just be aware that, you know, don't yeah. do anything stupid, you know? Yeah. That's where we're at. Um, our local scene has been dead because when NorCal has just had rain, we've had our local track, the one local real Linda or whatever they call it, uh, Elkhorn BMX. They haven't run at all this year and Elkhorn has run or and, uh, Oak Creek has run once. 
So we, uh, a lot of people don't know, uh, on this is the show we have, a, our old trailer is now the permanent pro shop at Oak Creek. So, so we do, it's nothing crazy. I mean, we don't kill it over there, but you know, it's, it's good. But it's a nice local fans and, you know, we sell them what they need. It's got a, a real limited inventory in case of break in and stuff. But, you know, so even, but even that, if it does, you know, a couple thousand bucks in a whole month, it's like, we don't have that either. It's like nothing. It's just crickets. Yeah. But web web's been okay, and we've had our dis- distribution. You know, pe- people have been doing all right. So I mean, we're we're not crushing it, but uh, yeah, missing that, missing Vegas. That we can feel that for sure. But you know, yeah, whatever. we had a little bit of a lull after Grands, and it helped us. Like, uh, I, I basically just started stocking up on the shelf, and we we went pretty deep on everything, stocking up like raw product ready to go because we knew shit was going to be coming. Yeah. And I don't know if it was. It's just coincidence i know it's coincidence but it's like all of you guys colluded together and it was like in the period it was like in the period of two days we had every single big uh vendor that we have and distributor and overseas they all placed orders at the same time like everybody at the same time you know like your east coasters had florida's and virginia we had arizona so i know but like the time for that would have been you're like, like one of the only people that makes shit to order like everyone else has their no, shit. Because I'm, yeah, because I'm one of the only ones that actually fucking makes stuff. So yeah, get true. the fuck out true, of true, here. True, true, true. Like, yeah. and I have a huge, uh, like, basically skew list because Your of decimal gearing. Maxime Pro Bikes, you call you a skew lover. <laughs> skew lover. Yeah. You all come out with something. You got five new colors, whatever, skew lover. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, between all of the different product ranges and everything, like they're really, it's not feasible for us to stock all that stuff and, and ready to go. No, it's, you not, know, but, but we turn not. it around quickly, but where we get screwed is when we have these big orders that all come simultaneously at the same time, you know, yeah. like had, if it was like a big order right before Christmas and then two weeks later, another big order, then a week later, another big order, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, but yeah. We basically have to, the way we're kind of doing it right now is we look across all of the orders simultaneously. Like if, if you guys and who's got a race you know, first, no, no, no. Well, sometimes no. yes, sometimes no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will look across the range cause we have that one machine that we gang up everything and make them simultaneously, but it has to be the same size. So if you have like two 44s and somebody else has three and somebody else, will gang up and just make all of those in batches at the same time. Yeah. And then everyone's kind of getting drip fed a little bit at a time, try to keep everybody happy. But at the same time, it's, it is, you know, we can only make so much, you know? Yeah, so, um, yeah. So there's that, but, um, you know, as far as other things that, you know, we're talking about economy and, and all this kind of stuff, I had a situation come up that, I don't know how to really interpret this. Um, like when we're talking about like bad things possibly coming for the economy and stuff. So, you know, liability and and property insurance, something that, you know, I've been adamant about carrying, especially because, you know, I had a fire in my shop at one point and having insurance like really saved my ass. Um, but, uh, you know, we've had the same insurance provider for well over 10 years, right? And, you know, it was, it's, it's been in the range probably between like 3,500 to like $4,500 a year for our insurance uh, needs. And these guys this year decided to wait until like the last day of my policy. And, and I had sent them an email saying, Hey, I haven't seen the renewal yet. Like what the hell's going on right now? 
And they're like, oh, sorry about that. Here you go. And they send an email across, right? Now, mind you, there's like seven hours left in my policy. <laughs> they're like, here you go. You want to sign up? Like, fill it out and send it back. Yeah. And I look at the rates and my insurance went from $4,500 a year to they wanted to charge me $20,000 for the same exact policy, same coverage, same everything. And I'm like, and you know, now this starts like this email back and forth, like what the hell is going on right now there? And, and their answer is it's a tough insurance market. And I'm like, this does this Doesn't it triples all triples. That's five X five what? times. Yeah. Maybe let's say four. Well, let's be generous and say four X, right? Like that's crazy, man. Like there is really no justification for that. That's all um, they're asking was. It's a tough market. They're like, cool. Yeah. Like you lose. Sick. <laughs> yeah. And and by the way, you got seven hours to renew your policy. And I'm like, what is going on right now? So obviously I I did not like sign up for that. And yeah. uh and I immediately start like trying to get quotes and and trying to figure out something. But this isn't easy either. A lot of these companies, they take a long time. They, they need all this info from you. Yeah. They don't, deal I can't with tell you, I can't tell you how many companies came back and said that they like rejected my policy or they rejected the coverage. And I'm like, I don't understand this. Like basically we're a machine shop We're a machine shop that makes products. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, BMX is too risky. It's, it's like outside of like the coverage range. And I'm like, what? Like, but what if I sent my products to a different machine shop to make that they have insurance and everything? And they're like, well, they'd be covered. And I'm like, but I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like this, yeah, you no, know, definitely. and like we, spinning my wheels, constantly arguing with people. Right. And then, and then when it came to like coverage for the building and everything, they were trying to tell me my building the replacement cost on my building would be like $700,000. And I'm like, you guys are out of your mind. Like, I know how much I paid for my building. I know, how, like I built it, you know? And they're like, well, this is, this is the numbers we have to use. And, and they wanted to jack everything up. Long story short, like it took a while. I like, I literally, I think two or three weeks ago, I just got like a policy that I've accepted, but it's an $8,000 policy right now. And, yeah. you know, my policy basically doubled and there's really no rhyme or reason. There's no like massive change in the, in the coverage. Um, it's just what they're saying is tough insurance market. And, you know, seeing a lot of people online, they're talking about their car insurance is going up dramatically. Their house insurance is going up dramatically. Like something's brewing that somebody else that somebody knows yeah. And they're forecasting this risk and trying to collect up front on it right now. That's a trip. Uh, it's I, I know, strange. I know, Neil, because we had the same insurance people um, come to find out once you said it. And I know they, they specialized in cycling because it wasn't outside the insurance. I tried, you know, way back when first started needing insurance, trying to, yeah, you can't go to farmers. You know, it's like you, you got to find these niche little places because of what the sport is. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty wild. And that place was especially, I mean, like come to find out, you know, 80% of the people that we know and work with in the cycling yeah. industry, they all use, uh, this, this company. So that's yeah. crazy to hear it's gone up. I don't, I'm not looking forward to getting mine redone. So up the, up the <laughs> I know. It's, when, it, when it comes up, it's just, uh, it sucks. Like, but it's, it's like one of these things that, uh, you know, I'm always trying to 
to like keep a pulse on what's going on out there is so it, that you can it, prepare for is it an indicator yeah it's yeah. some kind of an indicator right now another thing that i think is a little bit of an indicator is i had material that i had quoted with a vendor that i haven't used in a long time and last year they had quoted me a certain price on on aluminum for gearing and i rejected it because it was like twice as much as what i was getting from a different vendor right this same vendor i just bought some recently in less than a year they've cut their price down in half from what they had quoted me the prior year and it's back in range with what i was getting with other vendors really that's very strange because it's way on the other side yeah i don't like how are you like like nine months ago this material was twice as expensive Right. What happened to this material to where it's now back to the price I used to pay, right. you know, which is strange. And another thing is uh, we have this, we have a material that we buy that has uh, a long lead time on it and lead times last year were like six months. And uh, I just bought some more and the lead time I, I was expecting a, a like a, a six month lead time. And cause that's the quotes that I had last year. They came back and said the lead time six to eight weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, is material not selling right now? Is like aluminum I mean, sales like slumping? Same similar things happening here. Like our our 160 material is it's a specialty size. It's not common. So only one vendor in anywhere around here carries it. And they're not even they're on LA, so I think. But it's trucked in. But um their lead time for cutting would be two, three weeks. It's a week. And then bar, we just, cause we're bringing front loads back. We're actually going to make them in our machine. So we can talk about that just for quick, but, uh, yeah. order front load material and the, 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 uh, programmer that he's like, how long is it going to take? You know, cause I'll come in and finish setting it up. I was like, you know, it used to be two weeks. I go, but it's, honestly, it's been a couple days now. And like, two days had it we had it in 48 hours order it 48 hours so they can't be because that that's all it has to go to the saw you know everything has to go into the saw room so before the saw would be backed up two to three weeks always and now it's turnover for anything i've gotten in the last six months two three days so yep. that has to say i mean it's another sign it's another yeah. sign like we 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 Weird. if you watch stuff over a long enough period of time you could see the trends of things you know and uh and to have like you have this experience with saw cut material taking weeks and weeks to get in, then all of a sudden two days it's in. Well, I guess that saw wasn't too busy. <laughs> exactly. That's all you're doing. You ain't doing shit. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty weird. I mean, and that's the first thing I think. Like, man, aluminum, you know, it's in you know, a local manufacturing slow. I mean, but it, it shit's slow. I mean, it just is. It might be good for you to uh, just. And and this is the the problem that I have sometimes too is and it sucks because it, it's like the kind of work I don't like doing, but um, you were you were buying something from a vendor and let's say they're selling it to you for you know ten dollars a pound let's say right, but shit's real bad right now and they're like well this guy's used to paying ten dollars a pound like I'm gonna keep on charging ten dollars a pound I'll just deliver it fast right right but maybe if you branch out to a different supplier that you're not off. their customer yet right they're yeah, gonna yeah. bring you in with a lower price per pound yeah, on, on we have different reps come by i haven't really yeah i mean when those are set into the margin it's okay you know what's a block of fucking loom for three four dollars it's not yeah, yeah. But, but still long long term you know over thousands of stems it's thousands of dollars 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, but if you end up finding stuff that's like a real good deal, then you're like, you recognize like, well, I was paying this for this like last year. Now it's this. Let me load up on it now. You know, because if I could go back in time and realize the pricing that I was paying on stuff, complaining then thinking it was expensive and then seeing prices that I've had the last couple of years, man, I should have bought, I should have took out a loan and like bought it and banked it. You know, when we rearranged the shop, we built a material wall. We called it a material wall because then it's like a pallet rack system that sits on this one perfect wall size. And I put like 20K worth of material on it. And then it lasted a long time. And then when we went to reorder it, that was right in that time when all the thing was through the roof. I'm like, holy shit, I wish I would have spent 40. You know, I didn't obviously don't have that much money to put on the wall, but I filled the racks and I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. You know, and, and yeah. then all that shit hit the fan. So it was at least I, at least I, I, I timed it just luckily because, you know, normally we're, we'll order it per, okay, we're going to make 300 stems or we'll 300, you know, cuts. So, yep. you know, overstock, especially now, now it's pretty much, you know, order just what we're going to make and that's it. We don't have, we have the resources at the moment to stock heavy or overstock, which kind of suck, whatever, kind of like what it used to be. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you, uh, are redoing stem production. Yeah. 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 Front load. We. We haven't made front loads, but we actually, we had Bonsota made them last time I made them when he was working, shit, I don't even know where, Battle or something, so five years, six years ago, and they were a really slow mover. We made probably just two or 300, maybe two runs, and they just moved slow, but the convert, people are just converting all of our stems, getting flipped upside down, flipped upside down, so we designed the stem as pretty much within a couple millimeters of the front load is our stem geometry upside down. And we just had to made it for a long time, but now we just see everybody has their stems upside down. So it's like, all right, let's bring it back. Uh, they made it on a five axis, so it's going to be a little more work, but we uh, did the fixturing over the weekend. Uh, last week, weekend before, I was showing you that stuff. So we built yep. this pretty cool fixture. and It'll mount, mount a bunch of stuff on it. So we're actually going to, he might come Sunday on Bakersfield and finish fixturing it up. So hopefully in the next week or so, we should start producing those again. We updated the look of it uh, to, to mimic the, the current top load and yeah looking forward to releasing that so something new there and then we have so it is basically it's a modified design of what you already had or is it completely new uh, we you know like every so often we'll change the look of it Um, okay so the front load matched the look of our top load at the time but we've since updated the look and uh, some of the thicknesses and stuff of the top load so we just made it kind of mimic that like the cap is the match is different change some of the it, it looks almost like the layman wouldn't know, but we, you know, we know what we did. So just, I uh, just updated the, the aesthetics basically. It didn't change really anything else. Yeah. And then frames, we have some frames coming in. We, uh, they're all black and then they're tone on tone graphics. They're pretty cool. It's we call them the rift tones. So it's like tone, purple tone, like dark purple, light purple, dark blue, light blue, dark green, light green. So all black frames with a bunch of different tonal, tonal colors. So those are actually got an email they're ready to ship. In the next couple of weeks, so hopefully have them here in about a month and a half. So got that. What's, got those coming in. What sizes are those coming as? Smaller, like the, the whole. It's a thing. full run. It's a smaller yeah. run, but it's a, it's a full run. It's like four hundred frames. We usually order like the last few. We would order like a thousand, and then we bring in six or six or seven hundred, and then three hundred on the back end. Kind of like, yeah, I don't know, just kind of how it works. We try to make two runs out of it, split them, so that we do not. We don't because we've we've run the problem. We have big gaps in frames if we just do one order. So they're like, well, hey, let's do a you know order more and you know, get two delivery times. So we've been doing that the last couple of runs, and that's kind of helped keep us in stock a little better. So we're getting any low uh, 
any structural design changes or is it just like no, no, all same ways? No, no, same model. it's yeah. not broken right now. It's, uh, it's pretty sound design. So we will. That's pretty new. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's season and a half, two seasons. Yeah. Uh, but the tech's good. Function's good. Um, it's been a good bike, you know, won the world's last year. You know, it's, it's, it's proven it's race proven. So yeah, I'm not going to change anything right now. There you go. Um, working on a carbon frame, kind of, sort of slowly getting back into that. We were kind of getting into it and then backed off, but now we're revisiting and working with drawings. Um, so got that going. We're making another model of carbon fork. Um, we're thinking, uh, we have a full carbon inch and a half. But I think we're going to change the weight limit on it because it was we did have it as just unlimited, but I don't think that's going to that's going to be safe down the long run, especially, especially once they get a year or two old, people start selling them. So we're going to put a weight limit on that one. We stopped making it for a moment um, until we have a chrome molly steer tube uh, version, which we just got the 3D prints on, so that'll be here pretty soon. And then we'll have a you know unlimited weight, and then that we'll put like 160 on the full carbon because it's just I don't think it's. You know, just like any carbon product, but you know, in the, but race people know that shit don't last forever. It's gonna, it's gonna fail at some point. You know, if yeah. you're hard on it, you know, race cars, race stuff, stuff that goes fast, stuff that they replace it before it breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but BMX people, they just break it. Yeah, that's the hard thing with BMX sometimes, especially with people selling like used stuff online. Yeah, that's you know, we're that's have, not that it that's matters. Big ass disclaimers. You know, like this is single, you know, single use, like single owner. Don't buy yeah. this for on the full carbon. Yep. You know, check this thing when you take it apart. It's almost like I don't want to make it. You know, we you kind of take it. It's a stretch. I don't know that anybody really has a full car. There's been a couple out there, but not big brands. You know, like Speedcoach. You know, uh, uh, well, Avian, Avian, uh, Icon, Speed, Speedline. I think Speedline might be, but some of them they got away from the carbon steerer. But the guys that are working with us shared us and tested out fine. But you put a 200 pound dude on it, you know, it could it can be catastrophic. So. We're going to make a big boy one. And then that target Marcus, you know, now kids that are turning 12 or 13, when they go to a pro model, they're you know inch and a half. In the, it's a big bike for a, you know, a little kid, a 12, 13 year old to jump on. Yeah. So I don't, I don't uh, understand some of the transitions that people are making. I know there's some frames out there that like they're expert excels and stuff. They're like inch and an eighth, like only, you know, and it's like way bigger than what's needed for it's when like a weird thing you know when you're oh when you're getting off your inch and eighth rims and you jump to a pro bike it's a big bike now it's, you know 1.5 it's bulky yeah so you know we, we've been we've been dealing with the perfect because we have race team kids that turn that age and they age up and it's a scary thing like fuck this bike's huge it's not that much heavier but it, it rolls different it's big and bulky in the front so that's why we want to do the carbon full carbon just keep that weight down but uh just i just yeah so anyways we're gonna produce that um uh, I think that's about it for new stuff and it's all time time consuming we have new grip coming as well well it's our old grip retooled to the new style so mm. the for that should be done here pretty soon also so yeah i got a few things in the works nice this year nothing crazy but yeah just either updating retooling and then hopefully some new stuff so yeah exciting oh, sounds like a lot of stuff actually coming down the pipe. we can afford it all pulling <laughs> bills come you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Last thing you want is like tooling bills and then the economy, like some shits the bed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some kind of war breaks out, you know. Two grit molds, two grit molds in a and a fork mold, you're looking at 25k, dude. Just yeah, yeah. Here you see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Give her, give her yeah. a take. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, we got that. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I wasn't gonna, but can we just amortize that, please? <laughs> <laughs> slap, just slap two dollars a unit. We'll get you. We'll get you paid. <laughs> That's nice if they you got you guys actually uh, pull that off. Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, I've been I've been working with them for all my vendors for a long time. So yeah, yeah. We, we our uh, our fork and our even our carbon bar has been out for a while. I was amortized. Like the the first mold is paid for but then we made those four other sizes and they let us amortize we paid for half and then i don't know what it was some five bucks a bar or whatever until yeah they paid. well that's good and they, don't, they don't mind that, that's a good way to do it yeah people that we that you know we work with for many many years so yeah yeah i mean new people good luck and it ain't happening but I mean, we're still like i'm surprised um some of our vendors even they ship the shit like shit's on the water and i'm gonna pay for it till it hits hits us so just got good relationships you know never Never done anything shady, never not paid anybody. So just good business and good people we work with. So it's been good. That's cool. Cause that's hard to do these days. A lot of places are straight upfront, all of it. Yeah. I know, you know, people starting to start new businesses and you know, even, uh, you know, KY, he started his little, uh, handlebar business. And I, I, I don't know if he was all up front or 50%, but that's, it's a lot of cake, man. If you're starting something and you don't, it's like, okay, here, here's 20 grand. You know, I have my product in six months. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money. You know, like for, for us and, and our orders are big so it's like you know 40 50 60 000 order if you have to pay that up front and then you don't see the shit for wait. 10 12 14 weeks you know so it's like yeah that sucks but uh yeah we've got some good people a lot of years in the business so. make sure you okay. put insurance on those uh shipping containers yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, sure I, I, I don't even bother with that i have agents like unless something gets weird i don't even say like, okay that's how much is it yeah uh, is that right okay cool I don't know if you know, but there's like a bunch of stuff happening in like the China Sea that might <laughs> that might affect stuff that's yeah. coming to the United States. I know, I've got I've got animals <laughs> water right now, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if it gets here, and then I've got frames going on the water in a couple of weeks. So fingers now, crossed. I, the only thing I've ever done over there is uh, smart sprints, and uh, I remember yeah. asking the agent who uh, Sawyer helped me. It was I think Sawyer's agent, but. They helped me out. And I remember talking to the guy and I said, uh, Hey, uh, I'm a little nervous about this shipment, like being on a boat. Like, can you get insurance? And he's like, you know, nobody ever asks me that. And I'm like, well, can you quote it out? I don't know if we're insured or not. I can't even tell you. And I, and I, I shit you not. The guy came back and was like, it's $120 to insure your entire order. I'm like, let's do it. And he's like, yeah, I, I literally never sell insurance on this. And then I think it was a week or two later. I saw these, uh, it was like these videos and reports of like really rough seas and shipping containers falling off into the ocean. And I'm work, like, dude. I'm telling oh you, like, it's <laughs> fucked so bad, dude. I've seen so many of those. And then me, Sawyer, uh, Maxime, like you see one, you send it. Hey, buddy, you have frames on the water right now. You know, <laughs> yeah, those aren't cool at all. Yeah, it just blows my mind though. People don't think about some of that stuff, but yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know if I have insurance or not. I, it just it'd be a line item. You know what I mean? Like I've been yeah. shipping along so many years. It's whatever. I've never yeah. had any problems. Yeah, you, you never do till you do. Yeah, and you know what? I never had fire. But yeah, I have I'm, one. <laughs> I, I'm not thinking. I, I am all for anything can happen. I'm. I've had <laughs> a lot of things happen. I've just never had that happen yet. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. I <laughs> know it's happen, no probability. Happen, absolutely, I'm not in denial one bit about anything could happen. I've had yeah. so much shit happen, man. Yeah, it's just my 
my luck it would be i wouldn't do it and then it shit would happen yeah you know it's, that's like the kind of luck i have but yeah <laughs> regardless all right well uh yeah it looks like uh hope the fans liked it i always wonder because you know some podcasts are really well i don't really listen to a lot of them so i can't really say what they are but we just yeah, you're not you you're not a critique of podcast. Listen, I was we just got here and ramble. <laughs> I was yeah, dude, that's fine. People want to hear that. Like yeah. when I was on the All Things podcast, I was actually like they were all talking about how much they listen to it and how unique our podcast is versus these other podcasts that are out there. Because where else are you going to get this information from? You know, and like this is the real stuff that happens. Like yeah, this is real. I guess it's because I mean for me, it's just we're just we're just rambling on, just yeah. chatting like buddy. Yeah, it's not there's not really a big point. You know you. You've made there's no script there's no nothing it's just mean you. <laughs> yeah. we, didn't even, we used to type them out in the beginning now it's just like we take a five minute all right what are we talking about? <laughs> well i think we're just pressed for time so we're like hey, yeah, yeah. we've we're the fucking the wing it masters now. so we haven't done it in the last couple <laughs> we see the notes i would print them and i'd cross them off as we we're going down <laughs> ah, okay we don't need it. now we're veterans <laughs> yeah exactly speaking but of yeah, that I, I do like it it's cool um i tried to listen to yours I, I literally, I think I've told you, I've listened to maybe six, seven podcasts in my life. And yeah. <laughs> I just, especially BMX, I mean, I kind of know what's going on. I mean, there's always other uh, inputs or outlooks or whatever you want to call it. I just, ah, fuck, I just don't have time for it. I, there's so much BMX in my life. My wife's BMX. I'm BMX. Yeah. All my best friends are BMX. It's like, dude, I don't need to listen to more of this shit. So, yeah. Um, I do good. find myself not listening as much anymore as um, I used to. I catch only a couple, but I don't listen not- to everything. I tried to listen to yours, but it was a Facebook link and I was going for a walk, you know, trying to get my yeah. blood pressure and all that. So I go for a lunch walk, plug it in. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to George podcast. Hit go. And the intro was really long. Guys, that intro is really long. Um, <laughs> I, I, the, the kid rapping, it's great. It's long. I barely got through that. I'm not going to lie. So then I'm like, all right, fuck. So then you get on and we're, we're rolling and it's, it's cool and I'm listening to it. And then I stopped. Oh, cause I do a little calisthenic thing at this bench. So I turned it off from those calisthenic program on and I was doing that. And then, uh, I went to put it back on to start at the beginning. Like, yeah, no, that was it. So <laughs> I, I about 10 minutes of the podcast and I wasn't, and there was no thing to forward it on the link. And I wasn't yeah. going to find the Spotify. If it was going to happen right there, uh, I just said, screw it. And I listened to F1 podcasts. So are yeah. not podcasts, but those are, uh, the little YouTube things, you know, that they talk about shit. Yeah. So I, I did attempt it. It sounded like it was going well, and then that was that. Yeah, no, it definitely was pretty good. We talk about you a lot on it, so maybe you get a chance to listen to it again. You'll hear yeah, commentary, yeah, but yeah. everyone's trying to encourage you to, to record more podcasts on this yeah. podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I do like when the people, you know, uh, not influencers, but when they they like what we're doing. I think I do. I do think that's cool. It's flattering, so it is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, a bunch of people have listened to Shout you know, out all they, the they, they went and checked out F1 because of this. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely think uh, it's unique. You know, people definitely are appreciating it. But speaking of, sounds like a perfect segue. Yeah. Speaking of F1, there is just wildness happening out oh in the sport God. right now. So I wanted to be, but I'm not going to lie. I just wanted to be 2025 right now. Yeah, I know. I could skip. Uh, 2024 because we know what's going to happen it's going to be max 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 all the way through i, mean, I think i don't doubt that but <laughs> but not not a corner gets fired for sending dick pics and adrian Newey goes over ferrari uh that could be that's what the, that's basically what some of those 
things say, you know, I mean, all bullshit probably. I don't think Adrian knew he's leaving, but uh, I think if, if he goes anywhere, he's going to be retiring fully. But um, so to update the fans on what's going on, you know, uh, since the last time we've talked, the finals happened. Max won the title again. Not that exciting because they just crushed everybody and really dominated. Very dominant. But one of our favorite teams, Haas, was the first one to start the crazy winter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Gene Haas got rid of Gunther Steiner, which is a bold move, I will say, because I don't think that their success or lack of is Gunther's fault. No, I, I think everyone realizes that um, Gene Haas is smoking crack if he thinks that they're going to do better. Yeah, yeah. With that I other guy, know. I don't even know what they're thinking right now, to be honest. Like, yeah. um, it's a little disappointing because Gunther was like a big attraction. He's the only team principal that has a following. Like he right. has merch. There's yeah, no other team principal that have merch. He's comedy. Like, I mean, nobody that's... is buying Toto Wolf turtle. <laughs> that's not fucking happening. Okay. Don't don't fuck smash my door though. Buy those <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you know, looking at it from a business standpoint, I don't know why. I mean. Does he had enough? Does he want just new blood? Is someone gonna? Is there a new guy gonna surround him? Surround themselves around better engineer, better people? I, you know who knows? I don't know. Was was he way off? Is, I mean, we're gonna see. But the thing is, you can't see in one year. One year, you know, you're not gonna do shit for several years. But yeah, exactly. That's a big. I change. think what's gonna end up happening is um, they're gonna realize, like midway through this season, that it wasn't Hunter's fault, and yeah. Gene just doesn't want to spend money. Yeah, And because of Andretti, another news blip that happened, like Andretti got rejected by the FIA to, to be added as an 11th team, which I think is a little sad. Yeah. Um, so, but I think what will end up happening is uh, Gene Haas is going to probably sell that team to Andretti. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cause if Gene, I mean, Gene's not into it anyway. Um, so much seems so. And then Gunther, you know, when you have a ship team, that, that shit, like you really need some glue to hold the people together. And I think that yep. they probably did a good job there. So we'll see if there's shit and if that guy can't manage grouchy people. I mean, losing cause dealing with losing people is hard, you know, yeah. um, just having, you know, just, ra just racing teams, struggling riders, struggling this. I mean, so now you oh, got yeah. 400, 500 employees. What, well, I'm sure Hollis isn't that big, but they probably got a couple hundred employees just getting their ass kicked every weekend. That's a lot to, to mentally manage. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how good that dude's fucking uh, super glue stick is. Cause you know, it, I, I can't even imagine just dealing with just getting your ass kicked year after year after year that bad. It's gotta be rough, especially when cost caps came into effect and everyone started moving closer and they're still just not yeah. getting it. So uh, yeah, that's a real curious one. What, what's going to happen with. And Hollis. I think Hunter said, uh, Gunther said that uh, because of the cost cap situation, like they're actually able to make this a viable team. Like they would have been right. out like a long time ago, but um, so they're obviously able to get sponsorship in place, but I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know where it's lacking. I, I mean, clearly the lack is it's a very Ferrari inspired design and they leverage a lot of Ferrari for, for almost everything. Yeah. Every, and, every part that you can, they use. Yeah, and Ferrari's keeping the good Ferrari stuff, so they're getting like the shit Ferrari stuff, right? right? 
Yeah, and, I mean, they could uh, be like, yeah, here's last year's suspension package. You know, they're not going to get yeah. the brand new shit, or you don't, you don't know for sure. I mean, they might have yeah, a deal if yeah. they do, but, but still, they're not engineered around it. The engineers suck. The engineers. But suck. Ferraris wasn't hasn't been com- hasn't been competitive really, right. you know. Yeah. And and it's realistically comes down to this aerodynamic situation that that yeah. nobody can really nail a hundred percent, but Red Bull has it like dialed. Yeah, you know? I'm curious what so. Red Bull's gonna do, and if if anyone catches up. So, um, yeah, enough on Haas. We've got we'll get to the big news last, but then the W14 is that what that is gonna be this year? Mercedes is yeah. the W14 this year? So they've, I think W14. So they they're saying they've reengineered the whole fucking car like again. Like so they they went you know they did zero side pods two years, and then they said okay screw it we're gonna put side pods on. So basically they're like one step forward, two steps back because they got to, when you make a big change like that, you've got to, you have no data, you have no nothing. You don't know shit except yeah. wind tunnel and, and SIM testing. So they cars did better, but now they said they just scrapped that whole W13 project and start a new change, the driving position. So change the balance, change suspension, change fucking everything. So now there's like starting like from a new set of regulations, almost, you know, like what happens at the year like that, they're, so who knows what the W14 is going to be like? I mean, I'd like to see him competitive, you know, I'd, just because I have no uh, loyalty to anyone really per se, but that was the first cars that I was drawn to out of the gate because Lewis Hamilton was the biggest marketed person, you know, a little bit before Drive to Survive when I kind of started watching it. He was just yeah. the premiere. He was like the face before Max came in. So I would just gravitated to that. And that's kind of why I have a Mercedes background. But I mean, I, you know, I don't really care who wins at the end of the day. This, you know, it's not going to change my life, but I heard they fully redid their entire engineering department to really maximize DEI in every position. uh, And they are really going to be very diverse. There's going to be a lot of women on the team. They're just really, there's going to be all this stuff. It's like, they are going to be on. That is managing losers. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even going to get into that, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. They've changed a lot. So we'll see. Yeah, I forgot you'd mentioned that before. I forgot the whole that whole deal too. No, that, that was for me. This is a big joke. Like that, that's not a real. That's not a serious thing. But that's something that I know. I know Lewis has said when they when they have said to Lewis like, "What do you think the biggest problem right now is in F one?" And he's basically said that there's not enough women in the sport. And I'm like, "Shut up!" Like, how about a good car? Like, yeah, <laughs> the fact <they're> first. <laughs> I mean. And I'm all for women if they're the best. If they're the best person for the job, then uh, no problem. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, they, if they can get the job done. I don't give a shit. Like I don't yeah. give a shit. There are tons of women smarter. Hundred percent. I I agree I with you. <laughs> but if you're not the best person for the job, I yeah. don't think you should get it because you're a woman. In, in in certain like sport and stuff like that. If you're just working sales or data entry or you know other stuff that isn't as critical to the millimeter and to the second, um, that's not you know race critical. I think it should be the best person. Um, yeah, you can be diverse in some other department, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I think there's certain things to be the best person, hands down, uh, whether it's man or woman, that doesn't matter to me. I mean, look at uh, Red Bull's uh, chief strategist, she's a woman, yeah, she's you know? she's kick ass. I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, there's you know, data analysts and there's people under her, but she's the chief fucking strategy. And their strategy, the first couple years when he's winning his titles, their strategy was big, it was a big yeah. part of it. When they're just catching Mercedes, yeah, they made all the right calls. They're they, catching on strategy more than car. Or well, you know, the car was coming, the car was coming, but the strategy and Max put it all. You know, they put it all together. But her strategy or her leadership of the strategy 
did a great job. So I mean, there's a great example of a super badass chick. So yeah, yeah I'm not against him by any means. So I just, I just I'm only picking on them because it's Lewis and he's yeah. all about that <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, dude, just stop already. Like, I hate news for that, but I mean, fuck, whatever. I, all right, so, so let's put off his news to the end. The next, yeah, the yeah, next no, major thing was... So I wanted to talk about the W14. Uh, yeah. We yeah. did that. The dynamic... Yeah, he's the biggest weird. news, but let's save it for the end. Uh, you know, the next thing that is really rocking the boat here is it looks like... Your I don't boy. know how much how much uh, trouble Christian Horner is really going to be in. Um, oh, I can't imagine he would do something. Because I, I don't know what I it is. I can't imagine he'd be that stupid either inappropriate photos right he can't be there's no fucking way but then it was like the treatment not really, of people did you I've see some reports things. that it was what did you see for reports because there's like no information about it that i've Re seen just real bullshit reels that people you know like those, those oh, little okay. 365 online or race day yeah, 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 yeah. little thing not official information so it's all just clickbait you know so um, but they just put that speculation like, oh, okay, he's in photos. <laughs> but then it's like, you know, his treatment of certain employees, or I've just heard of that's all I've heard, and only on those uh media sites that some of them are just completely bullshit. So I, yeah. I feel like when the details come out, this is gonna be like somebody demanded the use of pronouns and he told them to go fuck well, themselves awesome. or something like that. And it's uh not big in Europe though. <laughs> what I understand that's not really a European thing, it's just us fucking retards. Yeah, but everything everything moves over there. So yeah, yeah, I don't think it's there yet. Me yeah. when I was over there in France last summer, um, we were talking. Uh, we had lunch with uh, Sylvain on Monday after the event, and that came up when we were sitting there. And he's like, "Yeah, fuck you guys, man." He's like, "That shit ain't here." We don't have here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "All right, yeah." Well, I mean, more power to you. It's fucking terrible. And I wonder if it's a bad. When's it going to go away? I mean, it's because you can't keep you can't keep it up. You know, it's like it's so bullshit and makeup like i mean the true uh, people that are you know gay lesbian whatever that's that's great but the the extreme weird shit like that's a trend man it's gotta be it's gotta be they're gonna I grow out one, of shit i saw know? one the other day it was uh it was a mom complaining shit she's gonna sue her uh school her kid's school because her kid identifies as a cat and yeah. uh they're saying he's distracting in class because he's licking his paws and stuff like that and i'm like this is fucking this is this is beyond like it's ridiculous uh my kid would be slapped boy or girl yeah <laughs> we're gonna get it thinking <laughs> um, oh, i'm old God. and old not, not i'm not even old school i'm just old this whole new shit doesn't apply to me you know, whatever the millennial kids, like millennials kids, like you better watch not, it. Not, like you try to slap her, she's gonna put out a cigarette butt in your hand or something. <laughs> Call CPS. <laughs> oh, go fucking live in goddamn go live in foster care. You see how bad you got it. Don't tech me. Oh god. Yeah. So Christian Horner, for those who didn't decipher what happened, is in some kind of legal issue right now that Red Bull is evaluating within supposedly an eight hour hearing. Although today I was actually just watching it before we went on. Um, uh, Red Bull did their release and he's at the release and he was talking about all kinds of stuff. And yeah, he, they actually he they had a really cool opening scene with a, it's like a two minute opening scene with a flatland freestyle guy. So they have BMX oh, integrated like into uh, like release from a court hearing. Okay. Yeah, so no, 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 no. Uh, the oh, Red Bull, the car, uh, the, the car uh, like the, whatever it's called, whatever they're calling it, the RB, whatever. 18, so they skipped the number for some reason. Did they? Yeah. But um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully I, I like Christian Horner. I think he's, uh, 
I think he's needed in F1. Um, oh, he's he's one of the few it, guys it, who like talks his, he speaks his mind, you know. No, uh, he needed. He loves to talk shit, you know, and it's just a good dynamic. Um, hopefully, it's nothing serious that makes him leave or you know drop down his his uh, role or whatever. But I can't imagine that'd be awesome though, because then Red Bull would that would that would hurt. Uh, maybe, maybe not, not. Maybe not enough. I mean, that car is designed, you know. Yeah. So. But then you're gonna have Marco probably take over, which is like even worse. Like, oh god! <laughs> like they wanted yeah. to get rid of that guy. We can't lead, dude. And he just signed a two-year extension, did he? I think so. Yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. He signed two more years. So you know, the big news. The big news. Your boy just dropped Captain a bomb. DEI dropped a bomb. Dropped a bomb, and Lewis Hamilton has announced. That for 2025, he's yep. taking up all of the airspace for an entire year, and he has committed to a 100 million dollar a year contract at Ferrari, which is wild. And, so and they, the Mercedes didn't even know. They had an emergency meeting the day, the morning, the the, the day of the announcement. They didn't even. Yep. know. He just Unreal. fucking did it. Yeah, pretty wild. But and I think Carlos Sainz, Carlos Sainz for an entire year has to sit here. Yeah. I, you know, I would almost be willing to like sacrifice Max winning a championship for Carlos Sainz to like win a championship in Ferrari, right. then lose the seat, you know, immediately yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious. We'll see how the cars go and everything next year. Yeah. It's, you can't even speculate that far away, but it's, it's exciting. And then, it's like a hundred million dollar when it's going to work out to be, I think it's like 40, 50 million, but all the shit, it works up to be some hundred million dollar deal. Yeah. But I think I told you, I think by end of the day, um, hang on a second. By end of the day, um, uh, the, and the trading day, the Ferrari stock had made it, I've heard 6%, 10%, but it went up a, a significant amount in the tune of four or five billion dollars yeah they like paid from that fucking day the day he signed the paper is already covered it's fucking wild so yeah. crazy yeah oh he's definitely a brand for sure yeah. um you know it's just is it going to be so so it's really interesting and i think it will i, I think it foreshadows uh what's going to happen at mercedes in the next couple of years Cause I don't think he would leave if he, if he, if he was confident that Mercedes was going to provide a championship winning car yeah. to beat Red Bull. I think he would stay yeah. to cause, cause why wouldn't you stay and get that, you know, the, 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 the record breaking title with that team that you were with for so long, you know, although he does have a title with McLaren, which was his first, but. And I know it's everyone's like, uh, they all say it's like everyone wants to drive for Ferrari. It's always their yeah, dream. The premier car brand of the world, kind of, yeah. sort of. Yeah. But let's be real. Their last world champion was Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like 2006, I think, 2007 or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know? there's, we can go on for quite some time about the dynamics of this year and, you know, how this year is going to play out with, you know, science is going to worry all year. He's losing a seat. Lewis is, 
is his dedication real in the in for Mercedes? Like that we could go on forever. Like, what's it gonna what's the outcome gonna be? Is Ferrari gonna put something together? Is Lewis gonna work well with Ferrari because they're fucking idiots? You know, like in the last couple of years, they last year was a little better, but two seasons before that were just awful. Just they, they had so much bad strategy calls, like yeah, like bad. And and like, is this just like a I, I know that they said that they were willing to do multi-year. I think he has like a two or three year contract right now. I think I want yeah, to say and, and Mercedes, I think was adamant about like a one year deal. Like, yeah. re, you know, one year repeating. Yeah. So is this literally just like, he's sitting there like, well, you know, I'm just going to do the money grab and I'll get 200 million more dollars here. You yeah. know, I could do a lot with that money. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. Does he be? I mean, he's got to be worth three, $400,000. I don't think he really needs money. <laughs> I mean, he's got buy an island money. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, but he also has aspirations to do other things and you yeah, need money cool. to do these other things, you know? So one thing I did uh, see also is that they, so I don't know if you know, cause you don't really follow Lewis, but he asked to be an ambassador for the next 10 years of Mercedes, uh, you know, be contracted in ambassador until he's 45, you know, whatever the number was. And they said, no, um, and Ferrari did grant him that ambassadorship, from what I understand. Uh, and this is from a better news cable line. It's not like I said, uh, everybody, this might not always be factual. I, I read a lot of shit. Some of it's complete bullshit, you know, like speculation yeah. or guessing. Some of it's good information, but I, I believe the the guy said that they did agree to his because he wanted, really wanted to work with someone down the road to do all those things he wants to do. Um, yeah. Use his own money. <laughs> so they yeah. granted him that. Uh, that like 10 year ambassadorship. So I yeah. think that was maybe a big part. I, I don't even know. And then, you know, come to find out I'm watching reels and YouTube, like, you know, him and Fred Vassour were buddies back when he was young in the McLaren days. And yeah. so like, it's all these little pieces and yeah, but the backdooring of it was pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah. Just bam, here you go, Toto. I mean, like they're like buddy, buddy, buddy. And like Toto's pretty badass. I mean, he's like, yeah, well, you know, he's, Doing what he wants to do, and you know, we're friendships, and just people do what they're gonna do. And I don't think he's badass. I think he's like, I honestly feel like it's like his tail between his legs right now. Like, what else is he supposed to do? Like well, the guy I mean, signed the contract. He seems like if Hampton Horner, he'd fucking throw a fit. I don't mean bad. I mean it might be the wrong term, but I mean he's it seems yeah. like he's in press, he's handling very well, where not everyone can do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see what you're saying there. Like he's kind of, but you know, there's a lot of questions too. Like, how much are they gonna tell Lewis? Like there's a lot of inside baseball that gets handled when you're on a team he's like been, that. He's been there for eight years and what doesn't he? Yeah, but you're announcing it an entire nobody does that. Like no, no, it's it's like, two weeks for like 15 years. I've never seen a team yeah. an, or a person announce that they were leaving a year in advance. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, what was the I guess I just don't get the motivation for it. Unless it's like spotlight. Hey, look at me. Look at me. You know, like, look at this big thing that I'm going to do in a year from now. I think you know? so. I think. Oh, oh, you mean doing it so early? Yeah. Or yeah. going in general? Um, Why wouldn't think, you just I mean, have do it to early? Be... It's just done. Uh, that, I mean, I, I don't like that. You know, we're not obviously dealing with that kind of shit, but I would think, you know, just, just get it done. Get it out of the way. Get everybody a fair chance to fucking handle their business. Not three weeks before the season's over. Everyone knows who's available. He's got a full fucking year to deal with it. So yeah, I mean, but that's a huge risk. Like at the end of the day, like what literally, literally think about it. Like think about Ferrari coming out and they're like, like Haas and they're, they're at the bottom of the standings. Like their car catches on fire every race and, <laughs> and Haas is beating them. Right. right. <laughs> like, 
imagine that happens and you signed a contract and you're sitting yeah, there like, yeah, yeah I don't wow, know what the guarantees and all that shit are. That could happen, but that can happen to the W14. <laughs> it could, yeah. Fuck years ago. Didn't it catch could, a fire, man. It run that know, shit. I just don't see the the like why rush into it uh, an entire year in advance. It could yeah, handle at the end of the see season. How the, the 2024 season Ferrari shaped up said, ah, or see how the W14 is going to do. I mean, I, I see your point, but maybe he's just done. I, I don't, yeah, who knows? There's, yeah, he could yeah, be. Obviously, I'd be pretty much done with something. Like, I'm fucking him over it. I've been two years. These guys aren't listening to what I'm saying. I'm tired of fighting them. I'm fucking out. I feel like he's I don't kind know. of close to on so many things with this right now that it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like he's a big reason why there was so many issues there, you know, because it was like he was giving this feedback and they're like that's not what the data shows and he's like but that's what i feel i have a feeling you know and then he wants to go on that and they just can't convert on his feelings you know yeah and then he's just like you know maybe it's better for me to just uh, do a solid break yeah. everything will be fresh i'll be reinvigorated you know but there's that, yeah there's that factor too it's like i need something to chase i've had two years of, he i mean after being that big of a title and winner it's like two years could be a long fucking time you know like just to suck and not be happy you know so yeah like i said there's just so much speculation you know i'm, I'm sure more will come out as time goes on you know and everybody yeah. calms down and it's like well you know here's what i really was thinking or, you know hopefully it'll come out you know, be, i you wonder know, if they uh I, i'm hoping that you know probably the last little news bit that we have is uh on the 23rd the next the new season of drive to survive comes out and i'm i'm almost i'm, I'm hoping that they were able to record something regarding this whole Ferrari switch God, in this year. There's no fucking way that would leak so bad. There's no way they could have known that someone would leak that shit. That's like million dollar TMZ report, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> but did, they, it. <laughs> did they go like record a bunch of last minute stuff with Lewis to get all oh, that? Info, yeah, I guess it and they're going to make it the last edit? episode. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could have added a goddamn episode. Yeah, hey, it was going to be thirteen. Now it's fourteen because we just got a bombshell. So yeah, maybe the first the first season of Drive to Survive. If you remember, um, it I don't know if it was the very first episode or if it was the last episode, but that was the year that Danny Ricardo left Red Bull, and it was yeah. like, uh, "What the fuck are you doing going to uh, to to yeah. Renault?" You know, and then he it jumps off that thing in Monaco, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Like he did yeah. this. Um, yeah. So we'll see. It'd be cool if they capture it. That would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Got to fucking binge watch that on the 24th. I, actually, I didn't do too bad because like, uh, the last season that came out because we're so up to date on it, I yeah. didn't watch them. Like The first couple I watched, like just straight out, flat out all day. Now it's like, ah, I'll watch two, watch another one. See. It was, uh, it's, on, it's next Friday, I think, the 23rd. Yeah. So for those uh, fans that want to get into it, what'd you say? Is Bahrain. Ah, uh, yes. I think so. No, the 29th. Oh, weekend after. Okay. So uh, on the 23rd, 21st to 23rd, they're doing preseason oh, testing. Yeah, yeah, it's secure. In That's what secure. I mean. That's what I mean. And then the following weekend, the 29th. I, I didn't care. Because Bahrain was this uh, 2023's test, wasn't it? Bahrain? And they were in Australia? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. So. So yeah, but yeah. so the so the, after the test weekend, then they drop drive survive, get you ready for the season. Yep. 
So we're here. I mean, I, yeah, it's kind of crazy because we have taken a long time to record like the next episode, but um, the winter went by so fast, but it's yeah. like F1's back. Like we yeah, are, <laughs> we're like a week away, a week or two away from like really good F1 content every yeah, single week. Yeah, it's going to be good. And I think this year is uh, 24 races. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So oh, it's a longer 24. season this year. 24 Abu Dhabi. And then yep. do we got do we have three in the United States? Is it are they on Miami again? Yep. They'll be yep. in Miami, oh, Vegas, and uh what's the other one? Uh Austin. Vegas and Austin. And uh another little bit of side news. It looks like they registered the name F1 Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. So the FIA has like trademarked, I think it's Chicago F1 or F1 Chicago. Yeah, so yeah. that is a potential um, yeah, future top. race site that they're Jeez. thinking about, which would be wild, like a street course in Chicago. Better get some bulletproof. Especially with all the shit that's going on nowadays with... Uh, all the sanctuary cities and migrants Dude. and everything. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was a good show. I got to get wrapped up here. My lady. Sure, don't me. It was good talking to you. Uh, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll try to get one in a couple weeks. Maybe, maybe try to get one after uh, Bahrain or something. Have another couple races. Have another World Cup. We didn't even talk about the World Cup, but I barely watched it. Oh, yeah. Congrats to your uh, Ava Corley. Yeah, Ava, Ava Wong. Yeah, congrats to her. I, I didn't even. I was consumed with three-year-old shit. So I didn't even watch any of it. I, I got highlights and chatted with some of the writers, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well, it's a good show. Hope all the fans like it. Oh, what, what are we up to now? 300, 300 a cast. It's <laughs> pretty big, dude. What for, for views? I haven't even looked yeah. at it in a long time. <laughs> we got a lot of people watching. I was going to, I wanted to do that little marketing thing but td is already on the road so we'll do it next time oh yeah yeah yeah. that's little, right that's little lead, lead in video clip i think that yeah 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 it's some of the people that don't really realize we'll do that at some point we got plenty of time yeah so. all right buddy all right, we'll have a good evening. and i'll talk to you later talk to you later man bye later.